Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Notre Dame fans. Whenever you are watching this or listening to this, if you're live with us, good morning. If you're watching back, like like I said, good afternoon, good or good evening, or even good morning. Hope everyone is doing well on this Friday. Um, yeah, good no cop. Yeah, there you go. This is the uh, Notre Dame recruiting update. I'm Mike Singer, joined uh, by my good friend Kyle Kelly to talk some Notre Dame football. Uh, recruiting, and of course, the transfer portal. Um, We have some news, some new offers that went out by Notre Dame we're going to discuss in today's show. Um, Kyle, I forgot about, um, we don't have on the itinerary for the show to talk about some weekend visitors for Notre Dame. Um, Just make sure we'll we'll, we'll do that at some point today. Uh, We'll talk about some quarterback stuff, uh, but uh, we are going to lead the show discussing new Notre Dame wide receivers coach Mike Brown. Um, and some early returns that we have on him. I've been doing some digging on that, and I know, Kyle, you have uh, talked to a couple of the guys as well um, that uh, Notre Dame is recruiting at the receiver spot. Uh, Folks, please, 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 please hit the thumbs up on this video. Uh, Of course, subscribe to Blue and Gold, um, our YouTube channel here, and then our, um, our current offer for our YouTube audience and podcast is one buck for two months. Yes, that is right. If you are a new subscriber, just a dollar out of your pocket gets you two months of access. So that's through mid-February. And you use the promo code UND1. UND1 will get you that offer. So please check that out over at blueandgold.com. All right, Kyle, there's the two-minute intro. How are you doing this morning, my friend? We only got five days until signing day. How are you feeling? Yeah, the sprint is here. Signing day is on. The Notre Dame coaches will be coming off the road here for practice this weekend. And then uh, it's all hands on deck till Wednesday. Make sure everyone sticks. No surprises. I think we're feeling pretty good, which uh, it's almost alarming. Kind of like you're expecting something to happen. Last year, a lot more drama between Peyton Bowen, Jaden Lamar. But yeah, knock on wood, I think we're feeling okay. Till Wednesday, Dylan Edwards flipped late. I remember, I mean, it was like Dylan McCullough had the in home with Dylan Edwards, and like a day later, it's like, oh, he's flipping in Colorado. Like, like what? That was um, that was wild. Yeah, 
should be a little less dramatic, but that's why it's signing day, my friend. Uh, you just never know. So uh, we will see about that. Uh, but uh, did want to start with uh, Notre Dame wide receivers. Coach Mike Brown worked with Freeman and the gang over at Cincinnati <clears throat> and then uh, joined Luke Fickle. Um, followed Luke Fickle from Cincinnati to Wisconsin um, and then Notre Dame. It's, it's, it's funny how Notre Dame's now plucked a couple of guys away from Luke Fickle, who was Freeman's, of course, boss at Cincinnati. Um, the two guys actually pictured here, you do have uh, Gino Gadouli, um on the right and Mike Brown over on the far left. And there's Chris Mitchell with his parents. Um, so Chris Mitchell, the Florida International wide receiver transfer. Um, and then, yeah, th I think this is like our first picture that we've seen of Brown on the road recruiting. And there he is with Gadouli. Of course, both again, both of those guys coming uh, from Wisconsin and also worked with Freeman and the guys from Cincinnati. So I know a lot of people say uh, that they want to see Freeman go outside the, um, you know, the kind of the fickle tree from the Wisconsin, from the Cincinnati days. Uh, but uh you know, when the final work, oftentimes you hire who you know. And Freeman has gone done some outside hires for sure. Al Golden. Um, I mean, obviously here he stand. Um, Joe Rudolph. So, yeah, Dylan McCullough. I mean, Chancey Stuckey was. Joe Rudolph. I mean, Freeman had a sort of like Freeman played at Ohio State when I think Rudolph was in a GA there or something. Um, so, um, yeah. Marty Biaggi, I, I want to say. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Biagi was a GA at Notre Dame before, but no prior connection to Freeman. Freeman. But anyways, um, getting back on track. So I will actually have the story. I'm hoping on Saturday. Um, that's the plan to do kind of like what sources are telling me about Mike Brown, as well as quotes from the recruits themselves. Brown has been doing a mix of since he got hired. I mean, it was just Sunday he was officially hired. Um, but he's been doing a mix of checking with the 2024 commits, seeing these transfer portal commits and targets, and um, and then uh, getting a head start. I, excuse me, I say a head start, but it's really catching up on uh, on 2025 guys because that's not really a huge focus right now. Five days until signing day, but you know you got to get going on 2025 as well um, and, and make sure those connections are set. Um, you know to kind of move forward. So. You know, guys like uh, Derek Meadows from from Las Vegas. Um, you know, I, I know Brown's been in touch with. Um, certainly expect him to get more in contact with like Jerome Bettis Jr. from Atlanta Woodyard, and you know Talon Taylor. Like some of the like he's been talking to some, not some others. Uh, just you know, based on how the travel's going. I mean, it's like it's it's kind of tough for the guy to you know absolutely crush it in recruiting right now. I mean, he doesn't even know where the bathroom is down the hall. Um, so. Uh, but he, he has hit the ground running. It's I can't imagine what that's like to start the job um, this close to National Signing Day. And let alone, he's got to learn the receiver room. I, Kyle, I don't know if we've talked about this. You may have heard me say this. Like I don't know in all my years doing this, which is over a decade now, that I've ever heard a coach join a staff from a different school in December and start coaching the bowl game right away. I don't know if I've ever seen that. You know, like, I don't know, like, that's a rare thing. Um, like, I, I think you've seen, like, that happen on an interim thing before. Like, a coach brings back the legendary, 
you know, retired coach to, you know, to lead them in a bowl game or something. I, I know we've seen that before, but this whole situation with Mike Brown, I don't know if I've seen before. And I do think it kind of speaks to how familiar and comfortable Notre Dame is with him. So that's kind of a spiel on Mike Brown. Early returns are good. Like everyone is saying very good things about him. The home visit um, with Chris Mitchell, that was just yesterday. Uh, on the 14th, I was told that went really well. Mitchell really click, clicked with Mike Brown. Um, so things are looking good there. I think the, uh, yeah, looking good with Mike Brown. Um, I, I'm told he's just an excellent ball coach. Like um, he might be a teacher before he's a recruiter. Uh, and Chancey Stuckey was the opposite. So, um, yeah, that's that's my spiel there, Kyle. Any, any thoughts from you? Yeah, it really goes back to the uh, familiarity that, Freeman has with Mike Brown to trust that guy to hop in right away. I mean, basically, I know the 23 regular season is over, but the entire 23 campaign really isn't complete. So that says a lot about uh, the trust Freeman has in Brown to come hop in with about a week or two left in the season. Um, And and I I think that's uh, based off the fallout of Chancey Sucky. You know, Freeman just wants to get some, (laughs) get Mike Brown around those guys you know, have him uh, get to know him before, you know, spring practice is a few months away. But it seems like Mike Brown's really been out on the road this week. So, yeah, I'm not sure. yeah, I'm not really sure how much time he's gotten to spend around uh, the Notre Dame current wide receivers. So probably, uh, you know, Saturday is going to be a big day for him. Uh, you know, Sunday was his first day officially hired. I'm not exactly sure yeah, how much he could have interacted with before with any of those guys beforehand i can't imagine um much if at all but talk to cam williams our our guy the five-star wide receiver the headliner of the 24 recruiting class who will be in town this weekend to uh watch mike brown coach which is uh going to be pretty important but cam williams signs off signed off on this one right away which you definitely love to hear for you know notre dame's top guy uh, at, at the position for the future, that's definitely a uh, a vote of confidence for the Notre Dame staff. You know, Cam Williams has never wavered in his pledge. He's had, you know, other schools contact him throughout the last 18 months since he's been verbally committed. But this guy's been all in on Notre Dame. He's all in on Mike Brown now. Mike Brown offered him at Cincinnati. Cincinnati finished a finalist in his recruitment despite offering like a week before Notre Dame. Cam pretty much committed to Notre Dame like, less than two months after that offer. So but he didn't really have a chance to get to know Mike Brown a ton when he was at Cincinnati. Then, of course, Mike Brown went to Wisconsin uh, in 23. Cam was locked in with Notre Dame by then. But, yeah, the early returns from that recruit, uh, that relationship are strong. I think Mike Brown's going to be in uh, Glen Ellen today to see Cam Williams. That's the expectation. And Mike Brown, pretty popular guy around that part of Chicago. He developed uh, former Glen Ellen, Glen Bard West wide receiver, Alec Pierce to a second round pick. So yeah. that's something Cam definitely likes as well. Yeah, good deal. Coaches on the road today, um, more likely to be local um, recruiting kind of, yeah, in uh, you know, a couple hours shout um, of South Bend, you'd imagine, as then the coaches maybe get a breather before then Saturday, Sunday practice, which there will be recruits on like we talked about. Um, 
I did talk to Chris Mitchell and both Logan, Chris Mitchell, the Florida international receiver, um, and uh, Logan Saldate, another 24 receiver commit. Uh, Saldate told me that he had a home visit with Mike Brown earlier in the week. So Brown was out. Uh, hey, you're hired. Now go out to California and, and start recruiting. Uh, so that uh, occurred this week. So Mike Brown definitely busy on the road. And uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do um, at Notre Dame. Uh, Kyle, we're going to hear from our sponsors over at Prize Picks. Uh, you pick two or more players from a sport for an entry. You pick more or less than their projected stats. And you could choose a flex or power play. A flex is uh, you can still win if one of your picks misses, or a power play, which is higher payouts, but you must get all of your picks right. Um, and uh, if you're a first time user at Prize Picks, deposit and use the promo code BGI to get 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you put in 100, Prize Picks is going to match that with 100. Um, if you deposit 50, they'll give you 50, but it does. It's up to 100 bucks there. Uh, so check out prizepicks.com. Make sure you use that promo code BGI. Tons of different sports, guys. Uh, NFL, I mean, for, for bowl season. So if you're watching, you know, the, uh, I don't know, the the toilet paper bowl um, and you uh, want some, you know, other rooting interests, you know, you can, you know, do a little prize picks entry. And uh, that certainly makes it a little bit more interesting. Uh, but college basketball, NHL, I mean, soccer, um, NBA, MMA, boxing, uh, I, I think even Call of Duty, like it, it, the list just goes on and on. Um, so uh, the, the promotions are a big fan. Or I'm a big fan of the promotions. Um, and uh, with, with some of my buddies, I talk about price picks all of the time. I am hooked. I love it so much. I hope price picks, if you're listening to this or watching, sponsor me forever. Uh, I love you. <laughs> it's so much fun. Taco Tuesday, where you get a discounted promotion. Um, they do Flex Friday, which I'll be partaking in um, at about noon. Uh, and then they do th like free squares, like this Kevin Durant uh, for more than five points, or excuse me, more than 0.5 points. So he just needs to score a single point on Christmas for this, uh, this entry to hit. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was a $20 power play to win 61 bucks. And uh, we already hit the other part of it, which was Kobe White's um, for the Bulls to have more than 26 uh, points and assists combined. And he had 33. So your boy hit there. And your boy is on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, so we are loving the prize picks here at Blue and Gold. Um, so, yeah, folks, if you're new at prize picks, use the promo code BGI and receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prizepicks.com. All right, uh, five Burkhardt boys says a boring signing day is exactly what the Irish love these days. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like commitments like on signing day for Notre Dame or like close to it. Estime was actually really close to signing day when he flipped from Michigan State to Notre Dame. But that was in large part because Notre Dame offered him a week before signing day. Um, <laughs> also, that class, Ron Paulus just assigned with Notre Dame. There was no commitment or anything. That was just like out of the blue. I had no idea that was happening. But yeah, so th that kind of thing happens. Um, rare. I mean, trying to think of the 2022 class, 2023 was just kind of like holding guys off from flipping. But yeah, got usually like the guys who want to commit to Notre Dame, I've already done so. They, they don't really do a, the whole drama show of, Committing on signing day. Uh, won't CJ start practice tomorrow? That is my, that is my understanding. Um, that CJ 
um, is starting practice this weekend. So, uh, yeah, we will move along and talk about, I don't know, Kyle, this, I, I hope you take this as a compliment. Um, we have already talked about the quarterback stuff on, on the show at, at nauseum, right? We, we have really, I mean, show with Tim reaction shows with Tyler and everything, but I really like hearing your takes on Notre Dame football. So this is kind of a selfish thing for me to just, I want to know what you're, you're thinking about some of these things. Cause as much as you guys might think that our blue and gold staff, we just, you know, hop on a, a group call and just chit chat about, you know, Notre Dame football. Like, no, we, you know, we, we talk about our work and like what stories we're going to write and things like that. So that's where I want to dive into this, Kyle. Sam Hartman, Steve Angeli, Riley Leonard. I want to go through each of these kind of talking points with you. And I just want to know your opinion here on some of these items. First, Sam Hartman opting out of the bowl game. I'm assuming you know where I kind of stand on this. I don't know if you watch my show Wednesday with, with Tim and Tyler. Um, but, uh, yeah, thoughts on Hartman opting out. So initially, I thought this would be a great opportunity for Sam Hartman to put on some extra game tape for the NFL Draft Scouts. Um, then I kind of came to my senses and realized Sam Hartman has six years yeah. of college football tape. So what more can he add to the table? I think uh, the NFL Scouts got a pretty good read on uh, Sam Hartman, the NFL Draft prospect by now. And not to mention that wide receiver core is going to be looking entirely different come uh, late December in El Paso, Texas. So it's a bummer. I want to see Sam Harden play one more game in a Notre Dame uniform, but I think he did make the right call. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, yeah, he had five years of tape, four years of tape. I mean, why even play the extra two seasons then? You know, I mean, he, he I'm, I'm kidding. He, it, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, so, so much game tape out there. Sam he does. Hartman. He does. So, so yes, the, my, my whole thought on this has nothing to do with that. It's, it's just more of the, I feel like I was fed a lie. I was feel like I was fed this Sam Hartman is the savior and uh, he's going to take Notre Dame to all these heights. And it didn't happen. I get it. That that's that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But like, at least get them to ten wins, bro. You know, like get them to ten wins. But he I, is just. I mean, he has done so much for Notre Dame. He he brought us Riley Leonard and R.J. Oben. He's he's just gifting Steve Angeli the chance to play in that bowl game. He's an amazing guy. I mean, he he really is a good guy. 
I'm, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so salty about this, but we're going to move on, Kyle. We're going to move on. Steve Angeli, your expectations for, uh, you know, my boy in the uh, bowl game. What do you think? What do you think? And uh, look, it is going to be a depleted receiver room and I'm only going to have a few healthy, uh, three healthy tight ends. Um, Raridan, uh Davis Sherwood and Cooper Flanagan. I think that's it. And he's not like he's going to have scrubs at tackle. He might have two literally five-star offensive tackles and Wagner and Jagasaw, but obviously it's not Fisher and all. I think I think Steve Angelis going to have a good game. It's not like Oregon State is going to have, you know, a hundred percent roster from you know their regular season. They're they're dealing with some of the same stuff. Yeah, this is a tough spot for Steve Angelis, which is really disappointing for me. I know you're the Steve Angelis guy, but. I do kind of feel for the guy because this is a really big opportunity for him. I mean, if we're just being honest here, Steve Jelly probably not on Notre Dame's roster next season. Ooh. Why would he be is my thing. I think Steve – if I'm Steve Jelly, I would love right, Notre Dame. Kyle, he's there, there, were, him, but. there were like 80 guys enter the portal at quarterback in, from like Power 5 or, or like not Power 5, like just FBS – like I feel like maybe if Steve goes out and just balls against Oregon State in the Sun Bowl, and it's like, oh, kind of puts a little bit of college football on notice as a potential guy, then maybe. But otherwise, like, what, do you want to go be Drew Pine and then transfer back to Notre Dame to finish your degree? Or go be Tyler Buckner and be fourth string and not play? Like, it's tough to go somewhere else and just – they're like the, I, I think it could be like a grass is not green on the other side thing. So it's like, yeah, you can leave and then you might be kicking yourself and be like, man, I was one play away from being Notre Dame starting quarterback and Riley Leonard's a guy who had some injury history in 2023. So that's kind of where I'm at with, with Stevie boy. So, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, this guy's a competitor, the competitor though. I mean, I, I know he's, from the sense probably wants to compete with Riley Leonard next spring, but I think the writing is on the wall, much like it was last spring where, I mean, this guy's coming in to be starting quarterback. And of course, Riley Leonard was pretty banked up, uh, you know, during his last season at Duke and, you know, one play away from Steven jelly seeing the football field. But I, I, I know this guy's a good quarterback. We've seen Steven jelly play, you know, in some mop up duty uh, this season and, he he's been really impressive and i know the Rutgers fans they would love steve angeli so that's just one destination that i think that angeli could go and make an impact right away and i'm sure there's a few other schools from across the country i don't know uh, how many other power five options you know will be available at, after uh you know this first transfer portal window in the winter but yeah i am kind of bummed for the steve angelis and kenny minchies of the world with the addition of riley leonard but um. Yeah, I, I know we won't go too crazy with a portal quarterback talk, yeah. but I think it's the right move. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what Steven Jelly can do in the bowl game. Uh, you know, he's not really being handed uh the, the best bag of goods, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he makes out of the talent around him. Yeah, the Rutgers thing didn't Gavin Wimsat have a decent year there this year? And he's in Jelly's class. I don't, I don't follow Rutgers football. All I know yeah. is. <laughs> Last yeah, offseason, they were. I was getting messages like, "What's going on with Stephen Jelly at Notre Dame? We want him back, like back in our neck of the woods." So, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> Greg says there is no logical reason for him to plan a meaningless scrimmage. Yeah, but then why why play the damn game? Like, just just shut it down. Like, we have no love for college football anymore. And like, like the bowl games mean nothing. It's just a scrimmage. Like, uh, just shut the bowl games down. Like, if this is it, just, just stop playing them. I like my idea of the like an NIT style tournament. Just keep the bowl game sponsorship. But if you're not in the in the 12 team college football playoff, what if we had like a 64 team like bowl game playoff or something? It was something crazy. Um, I don't know. It, that would add a bunch more games for you know like a like a TCU. It's it's like a six and six team. Maybe they run the table or something. But I don't know. That's kind of my idea. What if we just get crazy and let's just do like an NIT tournament for the best of the rest. Um, hey, let me let me say this. I was listening to our buddy Andy Staples, you know, at yeah. On Three here, who does the outstanding college football show. Listen to Andy's show every single day, and I, I don't know if it was this week or last week, but he had a clip of Mike Leach on the show, the the late um, FBS football coach from Mississippi State, Washington State, a couple other uh, places as well. And th- this isn't related to the NIT. It's more so of a uh, college football-based tournament. And sometimes it's just like you have to think about it as elementary as possible. He brought up how, well, uh, all these you know, states across the United States, Texas, California, Florida, they have postseason tournaments. Why can't the NCAA figure it out? And I think they're getting there with the 12-team playoff, but – yeah, it kind of stinks that the majority of these games, even the New Year's Six Bowls now, they're pretty meaningless. It's sad, but whatever. That's just the that's just the way it is now, man. I, I think that uh, I'm not going to get into a doom and gloom college football, but that's just it's just just the hand we we're dealt. And then uh, quickly, Riley Leonard, you excited about this get? I am, especially uh, for for an NFL draft junkie like me. Not so much anymore, uh, but I used to love the NFL draft uh, growing up. You don't got time for that. Yeah, no, seriously. And it's kind of nice covering recruiting because we kind of get like that same sort of structure or something like that. I don't don't know the word I'm looking for there. But, yeah, I mean, it's like the same sort of thing except with high school guys compared to uh, college guys going the NFL. But – the reason I say that, Riley Leonard was looked at as like a day two NFL guy going into the season. And, you know, things just didn't work out uh, too well this season, basically just because of what happened against Notre Dame with that ankle injury. Really knocked him out for the rest of the year. So I'm really excited to uh, see this guy in a Notre Dame uniform because this is a really an opportunity for Notre Dame to put a quarterback in the National Football League. And they really have not done that. They tried it with Ian Book in the fourth you know, fourth round pick by the Saints. He he didn't last. Deshaun Kaiser was dealt a extremely tough hand, let me tell you, with the yeah. Cleveland Browns as a second round pick. But Notre Dame really has not had that, you know, first round guy that you talk about that's in the running for the first overall pick. And I think that's something that uh, I would really like to see as a guy covering Notre Dame. And I can really certainly imagine that the uh, Fighting Irish fans would love to see it as well. Bob says he didn't look great against Notre Dame. Did any quarterback look great against Notre Dame this year? Notre Dame was really damn good this year on defense, look which I'm Caleb glad Bob agrees. <laughs> Caleb Williams in that lost? Man, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, 
how about the defense coming back? Cross and Mills is huge. Bring back Kaiser, so it's not a just a completely new linebacker room. Um, obviously, you, you have Ben Morrison back. Uh, Xavier Watts is probably coming back. That's at least kind of where if he's playing in the bowl game, you need know, that God. guy back. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's That's really cool. exciting. And then you bring in some transfers, you know, um, RJ Oban, Jordan Clark. It's it's a really exciting. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's an exciting def- exciting defense next year. Um, you're gonna have one year rentals all over the place on offense, you know, and then you kind of hope for 2025. That's all like you know, some of your 23 and 24 recruiting class guys on you know spread across the field on offense. Um, yeah, kind of let CJ Carr or somebody take take the lead after Leonard. So exciting times, and. Uh, Irish fans, when you guys are either in town, maybe you're just on your couch, you're walking around town. It's it's exciting to wear some home field apparel. Uh, so let's talk about this amaz- amazing collegiate clothing line based out of Indianapolis. And they have um, some uh, comfortable, officially licensed clothing and outstanding Notre Dame designs. They went back into the archives for these old school Notre Dame designs and have created some really unique and thoughtful stuff that the designs show um, that nostalgia um, of the Notre Dame football program. Um, and uh, yeah, even this uh, fantastic tennis crew deck that I rock all of the time. So uh, yeah, check it out. Homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code bluegold 23 uh, you'll receive 15% off your first order with Home Field. Not sure if you place an order right now, if you'll get it in time for Christmas, but maybe you're having a family gathering on New Year's. Maybe it'll get in by then. Um, so please check it out. Um, homefieldapparel.com. They actually have uh, licenses to over 150 colleges. Um, so, I mean, I mean, for folks watching on YouTube, I mean, look at this. The the list of schools that you can buy some gear from um, to to. So check it out, homefieldapparel.com, promo code blue and gold, excuse me, blue gold 23, 15% off your first order with Homefield. Uh, Jamal Banks is visiting this weekend. Uh, this is where we'll talk about some of the weekend visitors for the Fighting Irish. He um, is a, he's a big dude, listed at 6'4", 205 pounds. So we reported at blue and gold that he's going to be on campus. He'll get there today, I think later tonight. Um, so the Notre Dame wants three transfer portal wide receivers and uh, they brought in uh, Josh Kelly from Washington state last week. That's not going to work out. He's going to end up uh, elsewhere. I believe Texas tech is looking like his destination. If he hasn't even, if he hasn't already committed there and then uh, they were interested in Jamori Macklin, he committed to Kentucky this week and it looks like Jamal banks who, um, people are going to be like, oh, this is Notre Dame's third option. He just entered the portal this week. So this, this just happened <clears throat> or maybe it was last Friday. But again, this is very, very recent that he entered the portal compared to the guys who entered the portal at the end of December, excuse me, end of November. So Jamal Banks, uh, also was at Wisconsin this week. And he told me that he might be taking some other trips as well. So we'll keep an eye on Banks. Maybe he takes those trips. Maybe he does not. And then other visitors this weekend, we've already reported at Blue and Gold. I'm not going to pop up their profiles. I'm just going to quickly um, run through these guys. Damon Shanklin, in-state pass rusher. Um, he'll be at Notre Dame. Will Black is a four-star offensive tackle from the Northeast. Uh, and then a few commits. Cam Williams in the 2024 class. And then in the 25 class, Dom Hulak, um, a linebacker. Uh, Joseph Reef, a defensive lineman. And uh, James Flanagan, a tight end 
those are the guys we're expecting to be on campus this weekend. So, uh, yeah, Jamal Banks, do you have much of a take on this uh, guy, former favorite target of uh, Sam Hartman? I do. Uh, just because you said that uh, everyone thinks this is Notre Dame's third option for a third wide receiver, and if that's the case, he's a pretty good one. I, I really like this Jamal, Jamal Banks guy. And I know our buddy Tim Hyde pointed out on the uh, Lou Samoji message board, which our YouTube viewers can access for just a buck for two months. Right. So hop on there. Yeah, please do, man. We are popping off. I'll tell you what, just a little aside, it's really hard. I won't say it's hard to make me laugh, but there's some things that I, I just don't know if I find funny. And I am always laughing at our Lou Samoji message board. Some of the posts on there, are absolutely just hilarious. So I'll be sitting on my couch just cracking up. I, I really enjoy Louis Samoji message board, um, even though you know some some fans are uh, can be a little short minded. But either way, uh, back to my talking point. Tim Hyde pointed out this kid's from St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, a school I went and um, saw last month. A, a school that Notre Dame is trying to get involved with that hasn't one of the top college football or high school football programs in America really as of recently, they over the last five years have really emerged and Jamal Banks went from there to Wake Forest and uh pretty good wide receiver there had uh, over 600 yards in each of the last two seasons. And I was just uh, glancing at some of his highlights before we started the show and boy, he really uses that six foot four uh, yeah. size. And he's a uh, big contested catch guy. This guy moves really, really well. I'm I'm very curious to see if he was a basketball player growing up. I can't imagine he played basketball at St. Francis. Usually those guys don't really do double duty, play other sports like that right. at uh, St. Francis. A lot of those guys are really football specialized. It's a year-round sport over there. Uh, but just the way he moves, he's a really good athlete, fluid guy. Um, yeah, and I, I really like the approach Notre Dame's taking here for a third wide receiver in the portal. I know – you know, some people want really want to see those Notre Dame homegrown guys. And, yeah, we saw that last year because, like, all those guys got hurt. And what's to say that that might not happen this year? You always want to um, strengthen that room as much as possible. And I can't remember exactly what Chancey Stuckey, Notre Dame's former wide receivers coach, said. Um, I think it was a spring or two ago. But basically said you want to have, like, I think, 10 to 12 scholarship wide receivers. And although – uh, Chancey Stuckey is no longer with the program. I still think that uh, remains true. So I would like to see Notre Dame bring a third guy in, and uh, I got to imagine he'll uh, come with good recommendation from Sam Hartman. Yeah, definitely. So Jamal Banks, we'll see um, if he does take more visits after Notre Dame. Then you got to assume that they're going to keep looking. Good old phrase, if you're looking, we're looking kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, not sure. And then this is the last visit weekend of December. We go into a dead period for the rest of December and then um, in, through mid-January. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where the receiver spot goes from here. Does Notre Dame bring in an offensive tackle from the portal to replace Fisher and Alts? Um, Good luck. Yeah. Does All of Notre- Five teams or whatever it is in the FBS are looking for left tackles. <laughs> Those guys are hard to find. Yeah. Does Notre Dame want another defensive back? Safety maybe. 
to put I mean they, they lose Ramon Henderson um I know Antonio um Carter didn't play a whole lot but he's gone um and of course DJ Brown so do they want someone next to Watts assuming Watts comes back which we do think so I don't know we'll see maybe uh maybe one of these two of these guys is visiting this weekend just hasn't been reported yet we will see and we'll keep you posted over at blueandgold.com well I have a couple questions for you guys I want to know if you guys are uh a displaced corporate executive. Maybe you are wanting to put your career in your own hands, or are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Well, Andy Ludicky can help you out. Andy's a huge college sports fan and franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he helps others find their American dream through a very thorough and consultation evaluation process. Give Andy a call at 404-973-9901. And put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Call Andy Ludicky, 404-973-9901, myperfectfranchise.net. Okay, Kyle. We have five, five, six, six new offers from Notre Dame in the 2025 in 2026 classes um, in total, I should say. Before this week, Notre Dame hadn't offered any new players, and it feels like forever. It feels like a month or so. Like they had went a while without offering anyone new. So your boy needs a sip of water and to rest the vocal cords. I'm going to pop the guys up on the screen. You, you well, Let's just run through these guys real quick. So first up, Nick Townsend from, uh, from Spring, Texas, class of 2025. Yeah, Notre Dame offered uh, two guys from, uh, I think you pronounce it, Decaney High School. I hope so. If there's any uh, Texas folks in the chat, uh, please give me a uh, pronunciation there. But, yeah, one or two guys from that high school offered yesterday. Marty Biaggi was down there, I believe, Notre Dame's special teams coordinator. Uh, Notre Dame's still looking for that uh, second tight end in the uh, 25 recruiting class. They already have James Flanagan. Legacy recruit from the Green Bay, Wisconsin area, who will be on campus this weekend. Notre Dame uh, initially wanted to go the route with uh, Lincoln Cure from uh, Goodland, Kansas, which, if I'm not mistaken, that might have been the most recent offer before these guys. They offered him during the USC game. I can't remember exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's been a while since new offers have gone out. I, I don't really know where Notre Dame stands with Cure. I feel like uh, that one might be trending in another direction. But uh, so offer goes out to Nick Townsend. Notre Dame taking a uh, swing there with a guy from Texas who, as you see via the on three recruiting prediction machine, has offers from AM, Texas, Baylor. Um, I'm sure a lot of other in state schools there. So that's going to be a challenging recruitment to win to, for Notre Dame, but they are taking their shot. And with these uh, tight ends, I think they can play more than one position usually, but. I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see Notre Dame target him that way. And the other guy from uh, Duquesne, Tanook Hines. I hope that's how you pronounce that one as well. I've been trying to coordinate an interview with uh, Hines and hopefully get the uh, correct pronunciation sometime soon. But when Mike Brown was hired by uh, Notre Dame, the new wide receivers coach, on Sunday I published an article on Blue and Gold, a premium one for our subscribers, about five guys that could uh, get some – a Notre Dame offer, and I, I really dug deep into some of the guys that 
Mike Brown has uh, recruited at Wisconsin, some of the guys that Notre Dame has been scouting. And I, I know Hines has been one of those guys. And it's pretty interesting recruitment because, you know, he's a high four-star guy here, uh, you know, a top 275 player, a really talent, talented player from the uh, Longhorn State there uh, in Texas. And I know you looked up at me. I probably got the nickname, the Lone Star State yeah, in Texas. Right. You're a big state nickname guy, I know. Uh, but Only for the ones I know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. The, the one the one that um, I like the most, just kind of randomly, the Sunflower State. I think that's in Kansas. It's so okay. random. Mine but, is uh, that. <laughs> I love the Yellowhammer State. Where the heck is that? Alabama. I love the Yellowhammer State. Garden State, I love New Jersey. Uh, obviously, Peach State, Florida, or uh, Georgia, and then Sunshine State, Florida. Those are the ones I use the most because they're the ones I know. Uh, yeah. Golden State, of course. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yeah. So going back to Hines, got his offer from uh, Mike Brown at Notre Dame now. I, but I, you know, I think Biagi was the one that actually uh, extended it. Be an interesting guy to see if Notre Dame can get involved here. He's only reported one visit to Texas, and uh, Notre Dame doesn't have any uh, twenty-five wide receiver commits, so they could go in a number of different directions. And I know Mike popped off the screen, but I'll keep rolling on here. Brady Hart, the uh, 26 quarterback from the uh, Florida area. And uh, Notre Dame really can go in a multiple different directions at the uh, 26 quarterback position. They've offered a ton of guys. I know a few have already come off the board with uh, Jared Curtis. Um, or Jared Curtis, I think, is a guy that uh, from the Nashville, Tennessee area or Tennessee yep. area, he – Maybe not uh, going to be looking toward Notre Dame. Juju Lewis uh, is committed to USC, and you know he's in Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, USC battle. Notre Dame's not involved there, and you know there's a number of different guys that are looking at the 26 quarterback position. I'm sure there will be even more uh, come uh, Pot of Gold Day on March 17th when Notre Dame really sends out all those offers. So I, I think they are uh, just making their interests official with some guys, and Brady Hart's another one. Big guy, man, six foot five, buck eighty five yeah. as a sophomore. What are these kids eating these days, man? That's a uh, pretty impressive size for a second year high schooler. And speaking of second year high schoolers from Florida, how about Naheem Burrows, a uh, another talented wide receiver, Jacksonville, Florida, the Bull School. And this offer reminds me of Jamie French from the 25 cycle, just for yep. the fact that in December of last year, Notre Dame offered uh, French, who was a uh, sophomore at the time from Jacksonville, Florida. Notre Dame, that offer ended up working out really well for Notre Dame in the sense that it was an early one, and they made some traction, got him up to campus. They, Chancey Stuckey really did an outstanding job in that recruitment, but uh, French decided to play – college football at uh, Alabama with a verbal commitment. Uh, I think it was before the season. And yeah. how can you blame the guy going to Alabama? So we'll see if Notre Dame can uh, get some momentum with Burroughs with uh, Mike Brown, the new wide receivers coach. And yep. you can go ahead and move on to our next one here. Yeah, a couple more. Yeah, Jonas Walton. I think we got about two more now. This is already a uh, full-blown full recruitment as a high school sophomore. As you see, Alabama and Georgia are involved, and 
getting a guy out of that uh, Carrollton, Georgia area is going to be pretty challenging for Notre Dame. But Irish looking to get involved early, you know, with Dylan McCullough at that running back's position. Anything can happen. You can see uh, Notre Dame's going after uh, James Simon in the 25 class from the Baton Rouge area. You know, I, I don't really expect Elon McCullough to be around in 2026, at least as Notre Dame's running backs coach. Yeah. He is long overdue for promotion elsewhere, whether it be offensive coordinator or head coach. Um, Elon McCullough is an outstanding coach, really uh, can – have an opportunity to go elsewhere. Uh, and that that's a good thing for Notre Dame, too. I, Notre Dame doesn't want to lose Dylan McCullough, but I think he's ready for a new position. But be interested to see what uh, Notre Dame can get going with Jonas Walton. Hopefully an early offer helps, even though these coaches can't really uh, contact uh, high school sophomores directly. But there are some ways you can work around that. Yeah, good one, Dan. One, I'm Matt Mike, uh, and I'm happy I have the pronunciation. Uh, thanks, thankfully, to a uh, phone call uh, that I had with uh, Darren Ikenabon from the uh, Hillside, New Jersey area. Guy that has really blown up since the end of the uh, or since the start of his junior season, rather has close to twenty Power Five offers. I know USC and Maryland followed Notre Dame, but uh, had a ton of other Power 5 offers before Notre Dame entered the mix, and this is just like an absolute stud that Notre Dame cannot, um, you know, I, I guess this is one they had to offer, even though that they still have three defensive line commits, and they're going after a number of guys, namely Damian Shanklin, who's going to be visiting this weekend from Indianapolis, Warren Central, and then Christopher Burgess, um, all these 25-class guys, Burgess from... Chicago Simeon is going to be announcing his commitment uh, during the All-American Bowl on, I think it's January 8th. Mike, I'll give a little insight into the Burgess recruitment real quick. And I know you'll be down in San Antonio, uh, possibly to hang on hand for that commitment. But really liking the way Notre Dame is looking here. I think the Irish have been the front runner all football season for him. If they can hold on... Uh, to, to next month, I think that uh, Notre Dame could be in line for a commitment from Burgess. It's uh, and, and this is a recruitment that won't be over until this time next year, but uh, Notre Dame could really do well for itself by uh, locking Burgess down, who is uh, probably one of the best guys coming out of the Chicago area. Notre Dame lost a lot of Chicago area defensive linemen last cycle. Justin Scott, they didn't really uh, choose to pursue Marquise Lightfoot. Uh, after a, a campus visit and some communication, Lightfoot just wanted to go in a different direction with what he was looking for in a school. But Notre Dame can really make a uh, impression with or uh, a stamp, I guess, in the uh, Chicago area if they can land Burgess. But uh, yeah, defensive line recruiting is getting real interesting with uh, three guys already on the board, new offers going out. I think Shanklin and Burgess are, are two guys Notre Dame could definitely land if they if they wanted to. Both those guys love Notre Dame. So, yeah, a lot of new offers going out, which is exciting for us uh, recruiting reporters to uh, dive into some fresh recruitments. Yeah. So uh, for folks maybe or don't follow recruiting on a religious basis and you're wondering, isn't signing day in five days? Where's all the news? It's mainly just transfer portal stuff. Notre Dame's got 23 commitments from the high school ranks and five from uh, the transfer portal. 
Notre Dame's current class ranking, number 10 in the country. If Notre Dame holds there, um, it will be three straight top 10 recruiting classes for Notre Dame, something that the Irish have not done since 2006 to 8. Uh, so we're talking about a while. Classes headlined by five-star Cam Williams, got an outstanding offensive tackle in Gerby Lambert, uh, one of their top, I mean, might be their very top quarterback target um, from when they started looking at 2024 quarterbacks a couple years ago was CJ Carr, more than a couple years ago, really. Um, yeah, elite passer, borderline five-star guy, according to some sites, uh, and Carr, due to some rule we've talked about before is able to visit camp, excuse me, not only visit campus practice with the team this weekend. So that's going to be really cool. Kings and Villiamo also top linebacker on the board, Bryce young, a uh, freakish freak show um, as a pass rusher. You got Kedron young, an outstanding running back list goes on and on. Uh, it's a really good class. I've been calling it. It's a top heavy class. Like it's, it's like just outstanding at the top. Um, and then uh, I mean, some really solid, you know, kind of three-star guys, um, you don't know how many of the three-star guys will hit. That's the kind of thing with them. But, you know, Notre Dame feels really good about their evaluations from talking to sources um, about some of those guys. So, again, really exciting class. Um, top 10 in the industry rankings right now. you got Georgia's at the top. Um, they have the number one class currently. Followed by Ohio State, Alabama, FSU, Florida, Texas, Oregon, Miami, Oklahoma. And there's Notre Dame in the 10 spots with Auburn right behind them. And then Brian Kelly's LSU in the 12. Uh, and uh, where is Michigan down at 16? So side note there. So that is kind of the rundown right now. Not expecting high school. I mean, not that Notre Dame's not working behind the scenes to maybe pull off a little surprise on signing day. Who knows? Uh, but uh, the expectation is that they'll stick with their 23. I think the bigger thing right now for them is just keeping their guys locked in and then uh, going after some transfer portal guys as well. So uh, that is this week's Notre Dame recruiting updates. I'm Mike Singer. He's Kyle Kelly. Uh, appreciate you all for tuning in. Please go to blueandgold.com um, and uh, consider signing up for this offer if you have not become a subscriber yet. $1 gets you two months of access. So that gets you through mid. February for just a buck, a fantastic deal there. Use the promo code UND1, the letter UND1, to take advantage of that promotion. Appreciate you all for watching or listening. And as always, we will catch you next time.